Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome to Living Box Free. I'm Becky. And I'm Ashleen. And today we are joined by a special guest. You're going to hear from her in just a moment. We are jumping into our series all about respect. And we thought, what better episode to start with than respecting your body? And so that's going to be our focus for today. Like all of our podcasts, we're going to start with what's on the rise for you this week. Ash, what do you got? Well, Possibly against my better judgment, I decided or was convinced by uh, my podcast co-host to sign up for a CrossFit competition with a high schooler. And I'm concerned. I have some concerns. (laughs) And Kaylee, if you're listening, I'm excited. Don't worry. I'm excited. And we're going to do great. But I... So maybe some competition prep is on the rise or maybe just my anxiety is on the rise. I'm not, I'm not sure, but that that's what's going on with me. So that's coming up. You can, if you're the praying sort, perhaps you could pray for me. (laughs) If you're not the praying sort, just, you know, try to be nice to me. I might be a little on edge. (laughs) That's, that's what I got for you. What about you, Becky? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, I will admit I peer pressured that a little bit. I think you all are going to be great. I'm going to go be your coach. What's on the rise for me for my birthday, Ash got me that old school bop it toy. So it's like bop it, twist it, pull it. And I hit a a record 71. I did it 71 times this week without messing up. And it is the best way between conference calls to like do something that just like gets your brain totally clear. And all you're thinking about is am I bopping it, twisting it or pulling it? And I love it. 71. I'm going to beat it this week. That's my goal. That makes me so happy that you're actually using it. I w- I, you said you wanted it. And I was like, I'm going to get it for her. But I didn't know if you would actually use it. So I'm glad you are. Yep. I will probably buy one for uh, Lee here if she would like some fun distraction between conference calls. We're going to introduce our special guest as she tells us what's on the rise for her this week. Lee Hill. Lee, hello. Hello. So happy to be here. Happy that you said yes <laughs> to being here, being our special guest. Uh, Lee, before we're going to tell everyone about yourself, but first, what is on the rise for you this week? What is on the rise for me this week is Pokemon. My, my son's seventh birthday is this week, and we have a party on Sunday. And I'm learning uh, how obsessed seven-year-olds are with Pokemon. We're having a video game truck come here for his birthday. So um, I I didn't either until we were looking. We're going to do a jump house, which is so obnoxious. I'm one of those parents that like goes all out for birthdays. It's so silly. Might as well have a pony here. But yeah, we're we're doing a a Pokemon and Mario truck. So I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, can we come? Um, <laughs> can we show up? <laughs> uh, so it, Pokemon, real quick, is it still cards or is it all like Pokemon Go? It's totally like on cards. It is, okay. It is cards galore. Yeah. Which I, I thought that ended when I was in high school, um, but apparently not. It's still a thing. I had no all idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lee, Lee is also preparing me as a boy mom, what I should expect someday mm-hmm. <laughs> with our little guy. Yes. <laughs> so I will keep that in mind. Yes. Awesome. Well, welcome, Lee. We're so glad to have you here on our Living Box Free podcast. Like we said, this podcast is all about respecting your body. And Lee, um, has she has her own personal journey she's going to share with us that we really hope uh, can help a lot of you out there who maybe are struggling with respecting your body. And, you know, I think about my journey too, learning how to respect what my body does for me. And it's not just about what it looks like. Uh, and I know with society today, it's easy to feel like we need to fit a certain mold. So we're going to break those. We're going to break any of that peer pressure, those expectations that we, we think we need to fit into. And we're going to talk about how do we really respect our body and all the amazing things it does for us. Firstly, would you tell us, I know you from Alenco, but tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. What do you do today? What are you passionate about? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I live uh, on the north side in Westfield. I have two boys who are seven. One just turned seven. His name's Owen and Clay is four. Um, and my husband, Steven. So I am definitely outnumbered in my house. Um, so uh, we have a lot of fun together. Um, and uh, my career uh, was always front and center for me personally uh, until I got married and had kids, but my career is still here. It's just not the number one thing in my life. Uh, So I uh, manage um, uh, customer engagement and loyalty on the digital team at Elenco. And it is so fun uh, headed down the uh, digital transformation path. Uh, I love being able to do that. Um, but what I, I love even more, um, uh, and even being able to talk about it at work is, um, diet culture and rejecting diet culture mentality and loving your body and yourself without trying to be smaller. Um, because there's different ways that we can totally love and accept ourselves without being in a smaller body. Awesome. And this is, this is where Lee popped in my mind because we're on a Alenco call talking about some passions and she mentioned this passion and I, it just resonated with me personally because I think it was middle school was the first time my mom said, you should do Weight Watchers. You would, you would, you could be really pretty if you lost weight. And I just remember, you know, so early on in my life, what that did for how I saw myself. And I really got to the point where I was not respecting my body and I was not feeling it like I should. Uh, and, so, and so when Lee said that, I was like, wow, yes, I think Lee's the perfect host to bring on and um, share your personal journey. And so I, first off, I want, want to ask, when you hear us say respecting your body, what comes to your mind? Respecting your body, uh, what comes to mind with that is accepting yourself and acceptance um, and, you know, doing things for yourself, uh, disconnecting it from your size, uh, weight loss, weight gain, um, take weight out of the picture and the things you do for yourself, like exercise, nourish your body. Um, you do that for the health and well being of you, uh, not to become a, a different sized person. Um, so I would consider that so important. Um, if, if I grew up, you know, I grew up the same way, Becky, my mom, uh, had me in Weight Watchers when I was eight. (laughs) I'm going to start crying. I'm so sorry. No, no apologies needed. 
And I think having that, you know, mentality from such a young age, it kind of dictates, dictates your future, um, as far as how you feel about yourself, because you know how Weight Watchers is. Now, I'm not saying Weight Watchers is bad for people. It's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but for me, um, as an individual, it showed me that I was either good or bad each week. I was associating my size to, you know, being a, a you know, a good girl or a bad girl. And, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the look of the, the older woman, it was always an older woman who was weighing me on the other side, uh, the look of disappointment or of uh, a positivity, I could tell if it was going to be a good week or bad week for me um, after that recognition from her and my mom. Uh, so I think that journey evolved into other diets, uh, other forms of um, disordered eating um, that, you know, that led to a journey of, of complication around uh, my body size. And uh, I, I'm, I'm with you, Becky. I think uh, there's a lot to respect about your body that doesn't have to do with, with the size that you are. Yep. And, and, you just make me think too, Lee, there's a certain part in my life where, and, and maybe Ash can relate to this. I know, I know a lot of people I've heard very similar stories that stepping on the scale, if I stepped on the scale and I weighed the same or I was heavier, it would ruin my entire day. And my entire day I would be sad. And, and like you just said, you know, I did something wrong or, uh, that feeling of there's something wrong with me versus, Mm -hmm. Uh, and one of the things that I really appreciate about where I've been able to come mentally is, and, and I, one of the things I love about CrossFit, there's no mirrors in CrossFit gyms. Mm. You don't look at yourself. It's about what your body is capable of. I'm stronger today. Mm-hmm. I, I rode harder today. And, and so for me personally, that's been huge to, to respect my body. It's not about looking in the mirror at the Globo gym saying, Ooh, look at my biceps. Uh, <laughs> Maybe some people, and, and that's fine if you guys have awesome biceps out there, but it, it comes back to what is, yeah, what's my body doing for me? Mm-hmm. And the amazing things that, I mean, just having a child, right? Wow. Like the cool things that our body's capable of doing. Yeah. And, and Lee, I guess as we talk about what respecting your body looks like, would you mind opening up a little bit more? You've talked about early on age of eight, your mom starting you in Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. How, what has your journey been to get where you are today? where you don't have to be on a diet and you don't have to associate your weight on the scale with I failed or I'm successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just to be, you know, fully transparent, I'm still on the journey, right? Um, you know, for all of the 30 some years it took to uh, weave that mentality into my mind about, you know, connecting body size to whether I'm good or bad, it's taking a while to untether that, right? And disconnect uh, those things too. So I'm still on the journey, but <clears throat> I think uh, the, some of the, the big uh, points in, in my journey were around weight loss surgery. Uh, when I was in uh, my early 20s, um, I felt like I was big enough that I needed and I tried all the diets I needed to lose weight through surgery. Um, which really is, uh, it's a wonderful thing for, for those who, who need to have it done for health reasons. Mine was vanity. Uh, I wanted to be smaller. I would have done anything to be smaller. Um, 
because those diets kept putting me back further back on the scale. I would lose weight and gain it. And I would lose the weight and gain more. And it was such a game that I got to a point where uh, I decided that's what I wanted to do for myself was to have bariatric surgery. Um, and not only that, but I, I had a second bariatric surgery because I had gained that weight back too. Um, and I bring that up because um, similar to diets, um, when your sole focus is you know weight loss and the size that you are, it's, it's just not sustainable. It's, it's not sustainable and it, it can't be motivating enough uh, to continue on uh, for the rest of your life. And that's where the mind shift comes in, right? And the first time I had a mind shift uh, was three years ago. Um, after, you know, 30 some years of playing the diet game and, and having surgery uh, and weighing myself every day uh, and working out a lot, um, and sometimes not working out, I decided that I needed to, uh, mentally take a break, uh, not from dieting. Cause I didn't know that was the problem at the time, but from my life. So I, I went to a place called Hilton head health in South Carolina. Um, and, uh, I, it was kind of a retreat in a way, uh, mentally and, uh, physically and spiritually is kind of a, a renewal in a way. Um, and, uh, one of the therapists there, uh, she asked if I dieted and I said, well, yeah, how can you not diet? Like, I, yes, of course I'm dieting. And she's like, why? And I'm like to lose weight. And she said, stop, like, stop doing it. And I was like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Stop dieting? Like that's never been in my vocabulary. I, I'm like a professional dieter. I have to constantly be striving to get smaller. Cause that's what I do. Um, and she really, she really pivoted that in my mind that I don't have to keep doing this to myself. I, I can actually stop. And it, it took that moment <laughs> for uh, an almost stranger to say, you don't have to keep doing that because you're good enough, just like you are. <laughs> kind of like, you know, Stuart Somali, I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, I'm doggone of people like me. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. that that's, you know, it's such a spoof on SNL, but it's actually true um, because we are good enough just how we are. And uh, um, I have a deep faith and I know that, um, God loves me at any size and it's taken me a while, but I do too. And literally in that moment, I decided to stop dieting because I didn't have to for anyone's approval. Um, and I have never felt so much weight lifted off of my shoulders, uh, not physically, but, uh, just that sense of like feeling like I don't have to do this for, why am I doing this? Why am I driving myself into a tailspin because I can't seem to lose any more weight. I can't seem to stay on a diet and, and lose. I always gain weight back. Um, so what my journey since then over the last three years, um, I've been meeting with Lauren Riker at um, mindful eating uh, and renovate your plate. And uh, we have gone on this amazing journey together. She's kind of my, my new, my, uh, my food therapist slash uh, nutritionist. Um, kind of 
helping to guide uh, this journey of rejecting diet mentality, accepting myself for who I am and disconnecting size with taking care of yourself. So taking care of me by exercising, because I love to do that. And it helps me mentally. Um, Eating the foods that aren't necessarily restricted uh, because right now for me, food is food. Um, there is no good food and bad food. It's what my body's wanting in that moment um, to nourish my body in that way. Um, that's a journey I'm on right now. And it's not perfect, but I'm, I just, I just feel so much better uh, about my, <laughs> I maybe am the heaviest I've ever been in my life and I've never been happier uh, because I, feel confident in myself. Um, and I'm not striving to be someone else at the end of the day. One of the things that you mentioned that really stood out to me too, is the mental health side. Mm -hmm. And I know that even I can think of a few people in my life, whether it's overeating or undereating people who aren't happy with their body and that really impacts their happiness Mm -hmm. and their ability to function at their top, you know, capability because, it's just in the back of their mind, they're not happy with, you know, they're too, too small, too big. So can you tell us a little bit more about how that's impacted your mental health and, and your overall ability to be present in your life, those roles that you play? That's such a great question uh, and great points too. Uh, I think going to uh, see my therapist um, when, I, when I went to Hilton Head Health, Uh, and seeing my therapist now, um, that has been such a huge topic is mental health and um, how that had affected me for so many years. Um, Being able to um, say no uh, to trying to be smaller, trying to change myself and accepting who I am has given me more mental space it allows me more time to, uh, be present with my voice. It gives me more, uh, headspace to worry about things that matter. Um, because I promise you, I'm not going to die thinking about the size that I am. Um, the extra 20 pounds or 30 pounds that, you know, I may be carrying around is not, uh, at the end of the day, worthwhile thinking about and fighting for, for, for decades. Um, so being able to, um, not necessarily, uh, um, put a negative connotation around me, uh, because of my size and that dragging down my emotions, but, uh, to create, uh, more space of positivity, um, and to share that with my family and friends too, um, because there's more room to do so. My, my life was so wrapped up in how I felt each day after weighing myself um, to not have to do that. I haven't weighed myself in three years and I can't believe it. I used to weigh myself every day. Um, That's that was, amazing. Yeah, it was definitely a, 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 a mind shift. So um, yeah, it's, it's certainly something I think a lot of women battle in men too. Um, associating your size to, uh, you know, your mental health and how you're feeling. Um, it's freeing, it's freedom, right. Uh, to, to disconnect that to your size and just be happy. Yeah. 
how does that how does that impact your identity of yourself? Because it sounds to me from what I'm hearing in the past, your identity was somewhat connected to the scale, right? Your size. Mm-hmm. So how do you, when you think of your identity today, what are those characteristics that really rise to the top? That's a really good question. Um, I think that um, because my identity before was so wrapped up in um, uh, physical things, uh, vanity about myself, um, like not having that there anymore, uh, my identity is is actually it's supporting other people. Um, I feel like because I'm not so focused on myself, um, my identity uh, is in Christ, right? Um, it is in our maker, um, who created us and our amazing, beautiful bodies that do unbelievable things. Um, but it's to help other women, uh, kind of drive to, um, making decisions for themselves that will help them long-term, right? Not in the short-term diet, but, um, I'm in a, a group right now of women that just started um, with my therapist, Lauren, and uh, to hear their stories, it's it's seven women who um, are battling uh, what I did three years ago, and they never have really talked about it before with other women. Um, and, you know, hearing their stories and how their, ident- how their identities are wrapped up uh, in um, things that aren't uh, worthy of being wrapped up in, I guess, um, things that are not, uh, uh, you know, the number on the scale, um, is ever changing. Right. Um, and to just park that to the side and to be able to say, just put that over here for a minute and focus on you. Um, you know, seeing them go through that process is unbelievable. Um, so seeing their identities form to what it, you know, is, you know, it could be so much greater than, you know, what it was, I think is, is really cool to watch them go through that process too. I love, yeah, I love what you're saying, Lee. Thanks so much for sharing this with us. I am loving hearing your perspective and your thoughts. I think for myself as a kind of an all or nothing person, as I think about detaching my identity from my body, it's, it's easy for me to, to see or and I, you see, I'm already doing it. Detaching my identity from my weight or those kinds of things, I'm. I, it's easy for me to see how I could end up down a road of just ignoring my body um, and ignoring how I'm feeling and deciding, saying that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to let that weigh in on my happiness. Um, but it sounds like you, in contrast, have have found a better balance of that and respecting your body, actually respecting your body, but not letting it dictate your identity. So I'd love to hear, I I know that's kind of a a hard question to answer, but I'd love to hear how you've managed that is to, to hold both of those together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I too am uh, all or nothing. (laughs) Uh, I, I, I blame it on dieting, but it might just be my nature in general. Uh, I'm either in or I'm out, uh, all or nothing. And, um, that, that type of mentality, the black or white thinking, um, I think that's what leads us down a road of, um, uh, disordered eating or, or unhealthy habits that, you know, we tend to associate, you know, with our, with our size. 
Um, and what I have found true in this journey that I've been on um, is this is the time where the balance comes in and you listen to your body um, for the first time for me. Uh, and again, I, you know, I'm still going through this process, but actually listening to what I need um, mentally, physically, spiritually, I know before I want to binge because uh, I'm a former recovering binge eater, I have to sit with myself for five minutes and ask what I truly need. And it may have nothing to do with food, but that is how I've coped, right? That's how I've managed things is filling myself uh, with food um, or, you know, on that band, you know, diet bandwagon for so long, um, you know, binging on a Sunday night before I start my Monday diet. Um, that is, uh, that's where things change, uh, at least for me in listening to my body and, and truly what it needs. Uh, it might be that I just need to talk to my husband cause I'm upset about something instead of eating. Um, I love pop tarts so much. Um, instead of eating pop tarts at night, uh, which is okay. But the thing is, that's where the balance comes in because sometimes I want the pop tart and I'm going to eat it. Sometimes I, I'm actually, I'm not hungry at all. Um, but that's where I, that's where I'm digging in to understand what it truly is that I actually need versus food. Yeah. And, and Lee, if for, I don't, you, if you didn't listen to it, it's totally fine. We had a podcast while back about eating disorders and actually mm -hmm. Ash shared some of her experience with binging. I shared some of my experience with, uh, not, and maybe you'd call it anorexia, but like not mm -hmm. eating enough when I was in high school. And, um, and what I, I appreciate that you're saying is listening to your body. And I know that like, that sounds like almost like a taboo thing that you hear out there. Uh, but it, what I'm hearing, and, and I'd love for you to even explain it further, but like listening to your body, what does that mean? And, and I, I know we talk a lot about food. One example of me listening to my body last week I had a lot going on and I only got four hours of sleep a couple nights back to back and it was not good. <laughs> and I was like, Becky, your, your body is not functioning well. You need to go to bed earlier tonight. So like not even about food, but respecting my body needs sleep. And I couldn't just keep working and only sleep for four hours. And so, so food is, I know we've talked a lot about food. Sleep is another p big piece of that. And I, at that, it just came, I think it was like Thursday and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so tired. I just need to go to bed when my baby goes to bed at like 730. <laughs> and I just need to do it. Um, but so tell us more. And, and I know that I don't know if you guys have talked about intuitive eating. Mm -hmm. But tell us more about like this concept of listening to your body. And I love that you also talked about hitting pause and reflecting like five minutes. What do I really what do I really need right now? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I um I'm actually, it's funny. So for the last, uh, three or two and a half years, I would say I've been focused on, you know, rejecting the diet mentality and it's taken that long to say, absolutely not. Um, now this new phase is intuitive eating for me and relearning how to, um, take care of myself and take care of my body and, um, you know, finding that balance and throwing out the all or nothing because, that's harmful in the long run. Um, and, uh, I think just like you said, that, that pausing moment and actually sitting, uh, and listening, um, 
is absolutely critical. And Becky, as you know, and I'm Ash, I'm sure you're the same way. Our lives are just so chaotic. Um, we think we know it's best without listening to our bodies and we just keep moving forward. Like it's not a big deal. Just like you didn't get enough rest, Becky. I totally relate. Um, and your body tells you that it gives you the signs and signals that it's not heading down the right path. Check engine light right here. Um, and I, I think with, um, you mentioned intuitive eating with intuitive eating, um, you start building, uh, the, the coping mechanisms to, use, uh, what God gave you, your body to hear and to listen, um, and to really understand what you need uh, and, and pausing for that moment. There are three critical points in the day for me where I have to pause one first thing in the morning. I need five minutes to myself. Uh, I need to read, I need to do a devotion, um, that it, I'm, that moment for me isn't connected to food, but later in the day is, and it's, after I put my boys to bed um, and before I go, before I head up to bed myself. And because those moments are, have always been tied to binge eating for me. Um, that's where I have to reflect the most and sit by myself the most and really understand what, what is my body really saying right now? Um, Cause our bodies are so wicked smart. They know like our bodies just know what we need. We just have to, spend time alone and just listen to that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I think a, a huge part of intuitive eating definitely. Yeah. Someone asked me, I think it was two days ago, like Becky, what nutrition plan are you doing right now? I, I was like, not nothing. <laughs> I am. I feel like I, I understand the purpose and I, I don't like the word diet. I've had meal plans in my life more recently, and I actually needed a meal plan to teach me how much more I needed to eat mm. because I was working out a lot and I was not fueling my body appropriately, especially mm. protein. Uh, and, and so that positively helped me to see quantity wise, Becky, you weren't eating enough. And my husband would be clapping right now <laughs> because it drove him crazy because <laughs> he knew I wasn't eating enough. And so that meal plan helped me mm. to learn how to eat the appropriate amount I needed to for how much I, I like to do physical activity. Mm -hmm. Now I don't, I don't follow it. And I actually, I don't call it intuitive eating, but I, I basically know when my body feels best based on what I've been eating. And there are times to, I, last night I had a brownie. It was delicious. I also worked until 8 PM. So I was okay with eating a brownie <laughs> and I was, I was hungry. And so, so I, I, I really, I appreciate this, intuitive eating, kind of finding where you're not obsessed with how many calories I'm eating, I'm not obsessed with the scale, uh, listening to your body. And, and I'm sure it's taking you lots of practice, I'm guessing, to do that. Yeah, it's taking away that shame, right? Like the shame mm -hmm. of, of eating things that are considered bad or weighing, uh, you know, a weight that's perceived heavy or bad. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think the, the journey, uh, to get to that place of freedom is, um, it's a hard road, but it's totally worth it. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's life-changing and to enjoy the things that, um, are okay to enjoy. Like it's fine to have that brownie. It's fine to have that popcorn or the donut. Um, it's when we get into that, you know, binge mode that gets us to, you know, a dark place or when we don't eat enough, that gets us to a place of, you know, your body saying, eh, 
check engine light um, and, and realizing that and understanding, you know, what to do in those situations. Yeah. Let's, let's get to your top tips, Lee. So let's say there's someone, and I, I mentioned we have listeners, all different age, age areas. Uh, let's say that there's someone who doesn't have the capability to, to go to a retreat, or maybe they don't, they don't feel confident to go to that therapy group yet. What tips would you have for them right now? If they are struggling with respecting their body, what would you tell them? Maybe top three tips. Yeah. Something something I'm thinking that I haven't heard yet too is the support group. Like, I don't know if your husband helps you in this. Mm. Not to give you an answers, but I'm wondering if there's a component of community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would say, um, uh, and a very important one, the first one, um, you are who you surround yourself around, right? Um, and that also includes who you surround yourself around on social media. Um, how do you fill yourself uh, each day and who are you following? Um, and uh, those who maybe promote a lifestyle that is not healthy, either direction, um, you know, I, I think is it's, it's important to hit the unfollow button. Uh, if you're second guessing your size and who you are, you need to unfollow ASAP and, and start following those who can uh, help build, um, uh, build yourself up because you are an amazing person just as you are. You don't have to make any changes to yourself. Uh, so I think that's one. Um, the second is uh, um, just sitting and listening uh, to yourself and, and pausing in those moments of chaos where you could be headed down a path of destruction with your body, no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be just eating. It could be anything. Um, taking five minutes for you every morning um, and maybe every evening uh, and ask yourself what you need. What does my body truly need? And if it's not food, there's ways where you can, um, you can divert um, you can do something different besides eating or besides doing the thing that you were going to do. Um, um, pivot and go for a walk, call a friend, um, do read, um, uh, do what you pray, which is what I do too. Uh, God, give me the strength to figure out what my body needs right now. You created me. So what does that look like? Um, so I would say that's the second one. And, and the third one um, is a book that has uh, helped me over the last few months. It's a phenomenal book called Intuitive Eating, um, and it's uh, it's by Evelyn Trebold and Elise Reich. Um, it's the header is Make Peace with Food, Free Yourself from Chronic Dieting Forever, Rediscover the Pleasures of Eating and Exercise. Um, so I think that would be the third thing. It's you know fifteen bucks on Amazon. That's what I would highly recommend um, for anyone who might be struggling um, and reach out. Just you know reach out to any of us too. If you're struggling, um, I would love to, to continue any conversation with anyone who wants to learn more or discuss more, um, in the future. That's great. And I love that book tagline too: rediscovering the joy in eating and exercise. I think a lot of us, I used to be the person who would exercise to punish myself. I'd go run six miles cause I ate bad. Mm-hmm. And now and Ash knows this, exercise is like my playground. It's my recess. Mm-hmm. I just love it. It's fun. And I don't do it because I was bad. I do it because I get to see my friends and I enjoy it. 
And, yeah. and so I, I, th- I think that tagline's perfect for, you know, how to really live a fulfilled, joyful life. It's, mm-hmm. it's finding, it's finding joy in food, exercise, those other things that help you respect and treat your body well. Exactly. Exactly. I've been working out at Orange Theory for the last few years. And um, for the first time in my life, I don't associate it with weight loss. I'm going and knowing I may not lose a pound and that's okay because it helps me mentally and it helps. It just is, it's amazing. Like what our bodies can do and how uh, better you feel emotionally and mentally after moving your body. Mm hmm. 100% 100% I'm with you there, yeah. <laughs> especially all the sitting we do for work. I know, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Lee, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your journey. I have no doubt there's a lot of people out there who can relate or have felt similar to how you have felt and people who might feel that way right now and are struggling with what can I do to really find, make peace, like mm-hmm. you said, make peace with myself, be happy and not you know, not associate my self-worth or value with the size of my body. Mm -hmm. And so I really, I know that it's very vulnerable to share that story. So thank you for opening up. And if you, I know that you said, if anyone's struggling, they can reach out to you. Are you okay if we share your Instagram handle? Absolutely. Please. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Perfect. We will do that. So we'll do a social media post. If you're listening to this and you want to reach out to Lee, we will tag her. So you'll have her handle there. So you're more than welcome to reach out to her. Obviously, this is an area she's super passionate about. Uh, she's an Elenco marketing leader by day and by night and weekends, she's helping helping women break out of that diet culture. So Lee, thank you so much. And uh, I'm sure our paths will cross again in this world of respecting our bodies and helping people to, to find that peace. Amen. You guys are doing great work. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you, Lee.